pick a theme for this week, which I often read the text and try to see what sticks out for me. But I also think just in general this week, the three-word phrase that the disciples say to Jesus on the road to Emmaus have risen forward as the theme for me this week. And those three words are, we had hoped. It's still Easter, as you see our Easter cross. And I know it was two whole weeks ago already, but it is still Easter. Yet somehow, it doesn't always quite feel the same, right? Easter Sunday was sunny and beautiful, and there were flowers everywhere, and today is kind of way colder and gloomy, and it might S-word later. So somehow it doesn't quite feel like Easter today. Those three words the disciples say communicate all of those feelings. We had hoped. We had hoped he was the one to redeem Israel, they say. We had hoped Easter would feel a little more Eastery. Is that a word? We had hoped we'd feel different, new, better. So much can be contained in those three words we had hoped. They're so powerful and heartbreaking and familiar. We had hoped for a clear scan, a different diagnosis. We'd hoped we'd have more time. We had hoped to have children. We had hoped we'd be happy. We had hoped to grow old together. We had hoped our life would be simpler or different or at least easier. We had hoped. One of the reasons these three words are so powerful is because they're present. There's no silver lining or happy resolution. It's just hard. We had hoped. I know I'm generalizing a little bit here, but we mostly like our grief to be in the past, right? We don't like to hear how bad things are until we can talk about it when it's all better. We like our comfort in the midst of suffering to be about the future. Things will get better. You'll be okay. The sun will come out tomorrow. But these three words are none of these things. They are not in the past. They are not in the future. They are smack dab in the middle. Right now, we had hoped. Last week during our Ask the Pastors At the second service, one of our brave question askers stood up and wondered about talking to someone about God in the midst of grief. And in the midst of her question, she said that sometimes it's just really hard to see God because of all the pain. That phrase really stuck with me this week. It stuck with me because I think it's profound and so true. And I think that's right where these two guys are in today's gospel. They're right in the middle of all their grief and confusion, and they can't see God for all their pain. We had hoped. And Jesus shows up, just like Jesus always shows up, in the middle of fear and confusion and sadness and anger. Not at the place they're going, not at the destination, but right where they are. And they don't recognize him. 
They see him, but they don't recognize him. I hear this story and sometimes think, how is this, how is this possible? How could they have not known? How could they not recognize Jesus walking with them? I would totally know. I would recognize him for sure. But then someone we love dies. Or we get sick. Or someone says something horrible about us. Or a friendship ends. Or we lose our job. Or we see yet another negative on a pregnancy test. And suddenly Jesus is not so clear. We don't recognize Jesus right there with us, right there with us through our grief and pain and heartache. Even though he's there, we see him, but we don't recognize him. Jesus today gives us a glimpse of what God does in the midst of suffering. Every time we say that phrase ourselves, we had hoped. This story of the road to Emmaus is just, in my opinion, a gorgeous picture of a theology of suffering. When we ask, where is God in this pain or this hurt or this place I find myself, this story is where we ought to turn. So first he shows up. Jesus is there on whatever road contains our disappointed hopes. Jesus shows up. Verse 15 says, Jesus himself came near and went with them. Jesus walks alongside them for a while. He doesn't say, hey, I'm here now, guys. It's totally okay. He doesn't say, I resurrected from the dead, so no need to be sad or confused or upset anymore. Resurrection solves all the things. That is not what Jesus says. First of all, because none of that is helpful. Let's get that out of the way. And also because walking on that road means sometimes it takes kind of a while to see God through all the pain. Maybe longer than the seven miles we hear about today. Maybe seven months or seven years. So what does Jesus do on this road? He walks with them for as long as... As it takes. He doesn't tell them to hurry up or go back to Jerusalem. He just walks with them. And while they walk, he asks them to name the pain they are experiencing, and then he listens. In verse 19, Jesus says, What things? You guys, he knew. I mean, he was Jesus, but it was also about him. So he knew, right? He knew the things that they were talking about, but he still gave them space to talk about it as they walked. To not ignore the pain. To not pretend it wasn't there. He says, what things? And then he listens as out loud they process all they have seen and felt. As they say, we had hoped. And still, along this path, he never says, it's me, you guys, it's me. He talks to them about all the ways scripture has prepared them to connect the dots, but he doesn't do it for them. Not even when they're about to part ways does he make himself known. It says he was going to keep going, and they were like, no, 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 stay with us. 
So he joins these two disciples for a meal, and it isn't until they break bread that they finally recognize him. Notice that when they invite him to stay with them to eat, they still don't know who he is at that moment. They aren't inviting Jesus to stay and eat with them, but a stranger, someone who just appeared on the road and walked with them a while. Their willingness to continue to engage with someone they didn't know to offer comfort and food to a traveler despite their own grief is such a beautiful moment. And it's one that had a huge and powerful consequence. Jesus walks with them on their confusing, painful journey and listens as they tell him about their disappointed hopes. And yet, it is only in the breaking of the bread together around a table, so intimate a moment to share where they see him for who he is. And then just like that, Jesus vanishes. If it wasn't creepy enough that he just appeared, equally creepy that he's just gone, right? But this isn't how the story ends. This is kind of where the story gets interesting because these two guys look at each other and they say, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? That line, were not our hearts burning? Last week, again at our second service, one of the questions was asked about discerning God's voice. And Chad commented that it is often when we look back that we clearly can see God's work in our lives. Looking back, after the journey we were on is over, our eyes are often opened and we have that same moment where we couldn't see God for our pain, but looking backwards, we can see all the ways in which God was there walking with us, listening, and giving us tools to connect the dots ourselves. These two disciples have that moment of hindsight. They look back at the things Jesus had just said to them while they walked and they saw it for what it was, they saw this man for who he was. Were not our hearts burning within us? This image is so beautiful. It's one often used to describe the feeling of a call from God, not just to ministry, but a call to do something, a call to action, a call to help or to talk or to be with someone. When you have that moment that I think I'm, I'm maybe supposed to do something here, that moment, you know what I'm talking about, right? That moment, this is what it means. That is your heart burning within you, recognizing the movement and call of God that is surrounding you. It stirs up something in our hearts, and it happens all the time after we recognize Jesus, after he is made known to us, then our hearts burn within us. And we have to get up and do something. The song the band is going to sing during offering at the next service has these lyrics, Where do you want to go? How much do you want to risk? And that is exactly what happens next. These disciples were leaving Jerusalem. They were on their way to their town of Emmaus. And even though they had been walking away, even though they made it to the place they were going, they get up and they turn around and they head right back. 
back to the city, back to the place they had left, back along the road full of their hopes that were disappointed and all of their confusion and grief. But this time, that same road feels different. Like maybe, like maybe everything had changed. And they went to share it with the others, the 11 still in the city, still confused, still wondering if maybe what the women had said was true, still in that place of grief. And those two come in and say, listen, you guys, we saw him. He walked with us. Jesus is risen. Really? And the proof, the thing that made it real, the thing that opened our eyes the way we figured it out, it was in the breaking of the bread. This story, it's just so beautiful. We could spend months on just this text. It is so beautiful, a reminder of how Jesus comes to us right where we are, a reminder of how we can talk and he will listen, and a reminder that it is in the breaking of bread where we know who he is. We don't have communion today, but the next time you come forward, whether it's here next Sunday or in a couple weeks or somewhere else, no matter where you come forward to the meal at the table, remember that promise that Jesus is made known to you, for you, in the breaking of the bread. It gives me goosebumps to think about it. That moment you hold out your hands is when you know Jesus. I don't know where you are at today or what place in this story you might find yourself. I don't know if you're on that long road saying, I had hoped. I don't know if your heart is burning within you this very moment thinking, maybe I should be doing something. But what I do know is that Jesus is here. Jesus is with us, walking alongside us in the midst of our pain and confusion, in the midst of every good and bad moment of our lives. Not trying to solve anything, not trying to give us quick fixes or easy answers. Just walking, one step at a time risen and new and calling us with every step to new life right alongside him and that is the good news